the forward moving, moving energy in the now. Namaste. So we want to begin this morning with a little exercise, if you will. And we know the exercise is going to take uh, some of you just a little bit outside of your comfort zone, just a smidge. So we're going to be try not to take you too far out, but just enough that you know you're doing something positive. And the exercise, we're going to couple visioning with a little affirmation. And so I'm going to ask you now, if you would, just to close your eyes for a couple of moments. Go ahead. You're safe for the most part. Nobody's going to bother you. Just And take that deep breath in. Let it out. Relax. And just for a moment, allow your imagination to provide the images for the following statements. You have all the financial resources you will ever want or need. You have all the financial resources you will ever want or need. How does that look for you? How does it feel for you to have all the financial resources you will ever want or need? In this moment, as a matter of truth, you have the financial resources which allow you to do all you want to do when you want to do it and with whom you want to do it. How does that look and feel for you? How does it look and feel to have the financial resources which allow you to do all you want to do when you want to do it and with whom you want to do it? Within your imagination right now, with all the financial resources you will ever need, what do you see yourself doing in this moment? What do you feel yourself doing in this moment? Now that you have all the financial resources that allow you to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, and with whom you want to do it. And so with your eyes closed, on the count of three, at whatever volume you choose, whether it be a whisper or a shout, in one word, one word, state what you see yourself doing now that you have all the financial resources you will ever want or need, being free to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, and with whom. On the count of three, at whatever volume you choose, whether it be a whisper or a shout, in one word, state what you see yourself doing now that you have all the financial resources you will ever want or need, free to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, and with whom. One, two, three. That was a really good beginning. 
We like that. And we, we know some folks taking them outside their comfort zones means speaking up. But I want to share something with you that Harriet Tubman said. She said, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. We're going to put that in today's vernacular and say every great vision begins within an imagination. Always remember you have within you the ability, the inexhaustible drive, and the creative force to transcend the vision for the sole purpose of transforming the universe. The sole purpose of transforming the universe. And we want to point out to you that this little opening exercise accomplished five spiritual techniques in a very short amount of time. We affirmed, we called up a feeling, we directed the focus of the mind to a desire, and in doing so, we began creating a new pattern of energy of the soul. We visioned, that's four, and the fifth is so seemingly small, it is often overlooked. When we took the direction to affirm out loud, we took action. We took action. Yes, we only spoke one word. However, to verbalize a word, bringing the word into the physical realm, requires an action of the body. Les Brown said, vision without action is merely a dream. Action without vision just passes the time. Vision with action can change the world. And that's why you're here. You want to change the world. Maybe not the whole thing, not all that we see out in the universe, but just your world. <sighs> Breathe. Would you like to change your world? Some will. Some will. My world's pretty good. But I have to take action? You mean I have to do something? Yes, we do. You see, when, when we directed you to take action, the action of verbalizing only one word of your vision, we did this because we hear far too often. It is the first action and the first word, or we see far too often, it is the first action and the first word that many stumble upon when it comes to bringing their desire, their vision, into the physical realm. So we would say to you now, that really wasn't so hard, was it? Of course not. By speaking one word and taking such a small action towards your vision, you have created enough momentum, enough spiritual momentum, to carry out a second, a third, and a fourth action until your vision becomes your reality. Your imagination is the most powerful creative resource the universe has ever expressed. How you use your imagination, how you empower your imagination, defines how you choose to incorporate and practice spiritual principle as a means to craft your physical journey while in this realm. You may use the power of your imagination to vision and grow rich, which is the title of this morning's lesson, Vision and Grow Rich. Now, we want to share a couple of things, remind you of a couple of items that we have shared before. The first being 
if you do not have a copy of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. You can download a free copy off the website, off our website, so you can follow along with the series. It's very simple, one click, there's the book. Second, the spiritual principles and techniques we have discussed throughout this series and that Hill discusses in his book may be practiced and applied to any area of the physical human condition simply by changing one word from the title. We could call this series Think and Grow Health, Think and Grow Love, Think and Grow Divinity. And we wanted to point this out again because there are no restrictions on how you get to choose to utilize the spiritual principles and practices that we're discussing during this series. During this series. Now in the book, in, in Think and Grow Rich, Hill wrote this. He said, the imagination is literally the workshop of the mind, wherein are fashioned all plans created by man. The impulse, the desire is given shape form and action through the aid of the imaginative faculty of the mind. Of all the spiritual techniques we discuss and practice, visioning that call placed upon our imagination is by far the most powerful and effective. Here's going to be the shocking thing. The universe does not know prayer. Infinite mind doesn't know prayer, nor does it know affirmation. Prayer and affirmation are a human invention used to get the human mind in perfect alignment with universal mind, which is already perfect, whole, and complete. The universe knows and responds only to the energy and frequency of vibration. So it is our role to bring our thought, our consciousness, our vibration into that arena, into that alignment with source, which is already perfect, whole, and complete. The vibration you create within your imagination carries a confident, resounding feeling of completion. When you create that confident, resounding feeling of completion, you have empowered your vision. You have charged it with an energy which attracts more of the energy of source. It is this charge which carries the momentum. The way in which this formative energy begins to manifest as your vision is through the circumstances and events which are stepping stones for us in the physical realm towards the fulfillment of the vision. In other words, whatever you are visioning, it's not going to materialize out of thin air. We have to be prepared to couple the consistent vision with the consistent action. Esther Hicks said, is it possible to be the visionary and the actionary of your life? Not only is it possible, it's the way most of you intended it to be. It's the best of all worlds. What can be more exhilarating than to find a dream from the contrast to fix, fixate on the dream and let it give you pleasure as it grows and then to watch the law of attraction bring it into manifestation through your action. Does it get any better than that? Allowing yourself to see 
the vision come into form. How great is that? You didn't think it could get any better than that, but it is. You said this is the best time in all of eternity for, for a creator to create. That's why you're here. What you choose to create as a result of this series, or by reading the book, or through your spiritual practice, whatever it may be, whatever you choose to create, this is the best time in all of eternity for you to create it. Nothing like the now, right? You can go and say, well, you know, I want to wait and I want to make this perfect before I proceed in creating my dream. No, this is the best time in all of eternity. But you know, I had all this stuff going on in my past. With all that's going on in my past, I feel like i got to clear it up. No, this is the best time in all of eternity. Well, you know, all this other stuff has been going on for me. So maybe I should wait. The universe doesn't wait. It is always evolving in right and perfect order. It is always evolving in right and perfect order. You only have to decide to be the visionary and the actionary for your journey. And so we get it. We do. We really do. We Some folks will say, well, you know, I visioned before, and it didn't come into this realm fully as I envisioned. Or... It didn't come in at all. And so they asked, does this mean that the process is flawed, that it didn't work? Or maybe does it mean that, you know, I'm not powerful enough to work the process? No, it does not. No, it does not. All it means, and follow along now, and for those taking notes, this is very important, all that it means in the spiritual realm within that which we call infinite mind, there sits your vision. Still as you created it, still as you felt it, the vision is still whole and complete within the realm of source energy. When that vision is just sitting there, not moving, not transcending, no longer vibrating, drawing energy, it means one of two things has occurred. First, the individual who created the vision changed their focus, or second, they gave up their focus before the entire process of Genesis played out for the vision to go from energy to form. The universe does not have a timeline. The universe doesn't have a timeline. And every time someone says, has my vision manifested yet? The universe is going, well, no, not yet. Because you're asking if it's whole and complete. We have to get beyond that feeling of yet. And go into it and say, rather than looking to see if my vision has manifested yet, we want to approach the universal process always by saying, thank you God for the manifestation of this vision. I live it fully at every level of my existence. Now, that's a powerful feeling. That's a powerful affirmation. That's not putting doubt into whether or not the vision is becoming form. That is allowing the process to continue. There is a great story. It's a great story. It's about an Indian sage, and he's teaching his disciples the art of archery. And he puts this wooden bird as a target up on a fence or something. I don't know. Wherever they put targets for 
for archery practice. And he asked them, asked his disciples to take aim at the eye of the bird. And the first disciple was asked by the sage, what do you see? And the disciple said, well, I see the trees. I see the branches. I see the leaves. I see the sky, the bird, and its eye. And the sage asked this disciple to wait, disciple to wait a moment before he took his shot. And then he asked the second disciple the same question. What do you see? And the disciple replied, I only see the eye of the bird. I only see the eye of the bird. And the sage said, very good. Very good. Take the shot. And the arrow was released, and it went straight into the eye of the wooden bird. See, unless we focus our imagination on our target, we cannot achieve our vision. Whatever your mind is focused upon, the entire universe is focused upon. That is your truth, and that's where your power exists. So we get it. Sometimes it may seem difficult to focus and concentrate when all this stuff is going on in the outer realm. Just recognize that there is more practice to be done to master the focus of the imagination. It doesn't mean you can't do it, because you can. All it means is there's just a little more practice to be completed. So we want to tell you a great parable, wonderful parable, ties in with today's lesson. Right? About Sunday, Sunday school teacher, kindergarten teacher, and they're doing an art project, and the kindergarten teacher is going around, she's looking at all the little kids drawing, Drawing, and one little girl is just very intense, drawing, drawing away, drawing away, drawing away. And the teacher says, goodness, what are you so involved in? What are you drawing? And the little girl said, I'm drawing God. I'm drawing God. And the teacher paused and said, well, you know, I, I, no one knows what God looks like. And the girl, little girl, without missing a beat, didn't even look up for her drawing, said, they will when I'm finished. <laughs> You know what the moral is? Allow your vision to exceed your grasp. Allow your vision to exceed your grasp. You want to think big. Earl Nightingale said, don't let the fear of the time it will take to accomplish something stand in the way of your doing it. The time will pass anyway. We might just as well put that passing time to the best possible use. So if your vision is exceeding your grasp, you're taking aim on high, you want to remember the universe does not have a time frame. Why? Because time itself is a human invention. Time itself is a human invention. So we want to get into that sense of feeling ease that all of the universe is working with us and working through us. And as we're in that feeling ease, from there, we take the focus of our mind, and no matter what occurs in the outer realm, no matter what it is, we allow ourselves to say, you know, this is not a distraction. How's that? There are no distractions in my journey. There are only opportunities to fulfill my vision. There are no distractions within my journey. 
there are only the foundations being built to support my, my vision. There are no distractions within my experience. There is only the opportunity to experience the vast contrast which feeds my vision. Which feeds my vision. And so when you're in that, then the distraction becomes a part of the process. And when you're thinking on high, taking aim at the highest, as Dale Carnegie would say, what you're really doing, allowing your vision to exceed your grasp, is you're giving the universe more room to work. How much room does the universe need to work? How big is your imagination? That's how much room it needs. But remember this, whatever your vision, vision beyond it, Whatever it is you want to achieve, vision achieving beyond the vision. Why is that? Well, what we've said before, the lesser idea is always contained within the greater idea. So the same thing holds true for that which we vision. The lesser vision is always contained within the greater vision. You follow that? So the more you, you vision, the greater your vision is, then the more effortlessly the smaller visions begin come into play. Don't limit yourself in thinking small, because that's not why you're here. You're here to envision as much as you possibly can without restriction. Our visions are our opportunity to express the best of source in this moment, and for God itself to be expressed, to express its best self through us. I want to share something Holmes said from the Science of Mind textbook. He said, visualization is a creative act that is never bothered by any existing condition or conditions. It is absolute because it is backed by an, an immutable law and power. Once we are certain that the whole of our thought is harmonious and unified with good, we may ask for what we want, and it shall be done unto us by the law of mind shall be done unto us by the law of mind. What was our first direction from Holmes? To unify our mind with good. To unify our mind with good. Now, he's saying to us, take it out of the distraction. Take it out of the distraction and allow yourself in that visioning process and that spiritual work to unify with the good of the universe. People don't do this. They get caught up in and the inertia of the everyday. And all of a sudden, the inertia becomes the focus of their mind. And wherever the mind is focused on, that is what the universe is focusing on. Create that opportunity for yourself to see your vision everywhere that you are, every moment that you are, regardless of what's going on in the external realm. Now, I don't know how, how many we've been promoting bringing in your vision boards to put them on the back wall. I know some folks may have brought some today. I don't know. But there's a very profound purpose for this, as we said from the very beginning. And that is to allow everyone to begin visualizing that idea for you. To begin seeing that even at the peripheral subconscious level, your vision coming into play fully and completely as you. Is there more 
power, if you will, in the group consciousness. There's always a debate on that. Always a debate on that. The power resides not within the group consciousness, but when the collective whole sees the idea more clearly. When the collective whole sees the idea more clearly. So, one thing we can offer you today one thing that we can offer you today that we really want you to take out with you from this moment is whatever your vision is, whether it's something in this moment or from a previous moment, something you might have let go of because it seemed too good to be true, whatever it may be, that vision is still alive. It's still active within the mind of God, within universal source energy. And it will remain there active forever. There is no timeline which it within with which it must manifest. So if you want to reclaim that vision, begin focusing on it again. If you want to create a greater another vision, create a vision that's greater than the one that's sitting within mine. Because that is what the universe is drawn to. It is not drawn to the vision itself, it is drawn to the energy of you. Follow that? It is not drawn to the vision itself, it is drawn to the, vi to the energy of you. And the vision within mind contains your energy. It contains your vibration. It contains the frequency by which you were operating in that moment of spiritual clarity. The vision itself is perfect, whole, and complete. But did you maintain the frequency by which you were focusing on the vision at the time you created it? Oh, that's always a difficult. Well, how do I get my frequency up? You know, I want, I want to be, you know, at frequency 103, but I keep winding up at NPR. Here's how you do that. Take a look of all that's going on in your world. The good, the not so good. And realize that whatever is there is there as a result of the vibration that you were offering just moments before. Just moments before. And it will shift, it will change when you begin offering a new vibration, a new vision. And it can be overwhelming sometimes. It can be difficult. You know, yesterday, Brad Gates was here, loved, had the great workshop. I wanted to be at the workshop, really did. But I had to go and clean up the old house so we can put it on the market. So I was peeling weeds, pulling weeds, replacing the screen. What else did I do? I did a lot yesterday. Physical labor, it's not what I wanted to be doing. It is not how I wanted to spend my energy in that moment. However, I also realized that it was temporary. It was temporary. It's a temporary focus of my vision, of 
where I wanted my energy to go. And I knew the workshop would be a success with or without me. So I was able to let it go and the feeling go of, well, gee, I have to do this. There's nothing you have to do other than keep the focus of your mind clear and vibrating on high. And by, by letting it go, letting go all the cleaning that's required and getting a house ready for market, I was ready to maintain that, that feeling, that vision, that, that awareness that all is well. All is well. It didn't weigh me down. It didn't bring, began burdening me. Bur is that a word? Burdening? We'll make up new words. My consciousness. I didn't allow it to drag my energy down. Sometimes that's difficult and we know that. And that's why we always say, you know, if, you, if you're feeling you're getting in that place where the outside world is becoming a little too overwhelming, or you know somebody who, who feels that way from time to time, because, you know, you're all spiritually enlightened and doing everything you need to do. But if you're like me and a few million, uh, billion other people, work with a practitioner. Work with a practitioner. Seek out energy work. Find out about this EFT stuff. I keep saying EFT because that's how it was introduced to me, but also called tapping for those that don't know. Okay? Do something to begin the process of saying in this moment, in this moment, I'm going to take action towards my vision. And in my action to taking action towards my vision, I am creating a momentum of universal force that cannot be stopped. That cannot be stopped. Why? Because it is the power of your intention coming forward in this moment of now. And the, and the vision is always going to be active and whole within source energy. To bring it into the manifest realm, we have to retain the focus. We have to retain the focus. How long do I have to retain the focus? Until it manifests. Until it manifests. Well, how long is that? How vast is your imagination? The universe doesn't have a time frame. And so when we let go of the, it's not here yet, that's when it begins to manifest. Robert Bitzer, who's just one of my favorite speakers of New Thought, he, he is from the religious science realm, um, lived to be well into his 90s no, or, or older Nobody really knew how old he was when he transitioned because he stopped telling people. But Dr. Bitzer would come out onto the podium and on, at a Silomar, and he would shuffle out. Remember the Tim Conway walk when, on Carol Burnett, right? He would shuffle out like, like that, and then he'd take the po podium, and he would just speak with this authority and volume, and everybody was just mesmerized. And I remember once Dr. Bitzer told the story that he had to be rushed to emergency surgery. And I don't remember what it was for. I think it was a heart issue. Anyhow, he didn't have time, in his opinion, to do treatment, to do affirmative care work, because it was literally rushing to the hospital. And so in the midst of that, with his mind wondering, what am I going to do that I can't do treatment for right and perfect outcome for this surgery? Because they were rushing him to surgery. And he told this story at a cinema. That's where his mind was. 
a nurse leaned over. They were wheeling him into the surgery. He said, just remember, every word of prayer you've ever spoken is still active and being answered within the mind of God. Never saw that nurse before. Never saw her again. But that is all that he needed to hear in that moment. All the spiritual work I had ever done is still active and vibrant within the mind of God. Therefore, it's active and vibrant within me. The only thing I have to worry about is not what's going on out there or up there. The only thing I have to worry about is what's going on within here. And what's going on within here is always the activity of presence unfolding in right and perfect order. And that is what's going on within you, right here, right now. The activity of presence vibrating in right and perfect order, coming forward for one purpose and one purpose only, to bring your vision into fruition. I love this. There's just such a contrast that occurred. The pizza just got here and the new baby for the center got here at the same time. I love that. I love that. Just two months old, already delivering pizzas. That's a child after my own heart. <laughs> Put that child to work. Set him, set him up on an auto tie. I'm going to bring your confirmation. I'm going to bring your attention to your affirmation card this week. And it is a quote of mine. And it says, my reality is the effect of my vision. From this moment forward, I confidently focus the power of my imagination on a vision which I know produces a reality of overflowing love, health, and abundance. Confidently affirm your vision. Confidently affirm your vision. When you go into that mindset, that energy to begin practicing principle, there is no doubt, there is no fear. There is just you and God in that moment. As we said last week, we want to bring you up to that awareness that that's a really big shift in how many people, what people actually practice within spiritual principle because they're practicing as if, okay, I'm going to affirm vision, do this treatment, affirmative prayer work in the now, and hope that God manifests it. Because they're still practicing this idea that God exists somewhere out there. They may not believe it. They may state they do not believe it intellectually. However, the feeling hasn't shifted yet. So we want to bring it into that confident realm, that confident feeling of I confidently focus the power of my imagination on a vision which I know produces a reality of overflowing love, health, and abundance. There's nothing else to practice. There's nothing else to know. Nothing left to practice. Nothing left to know. Other than how powerful are. Whatever your vision is, we will tell you this. If it's manifested or if it's not manifested, if you've been focusing on it or not focusing on it, it's still very much active. It still carries that creative force of presence 
coming forward in the now. And that energy that's being attracted to it, it's your energy. You are the one that empowered it in the first place. You empowered it with that expression of source that you are, that expression of source that individualizes as you. And so the universe is still being attracted to that vision. The question is, are you? Are you still being attracted to that vision? And if you're visioning every day, then good. You're being attracted to that vision. But if you're visioning and then getting distracted by all that's going on in the external, then we have to say to you, well, maybe we're allowing our attraction to be attracted to our magnetic force, those things which do not serve the manifestation of my vision. Shift the vision, shift the attraction, shift the vision. I like that you were all listening. Let's us know we're doing well. All right. We're going to vision at 12.15 in the youth room. We're going to eat at 12.30 or about we're going to start the town hall at 12.30. Leon Morales is going to lead us in that. Brad Yates is going to be available to shake hands and share about EMT. Leticia is going to be available to do treatment. The Reiki team is in place to do Reiki. Are you ready to take action in support of working with spiritual principles? Are you ready to begin doing all those things that need to be done to get you in that feeling awareness that I've done all I need to do to focus on my vision and raise my vibration? That's the only question that remains. And if the answer is yes, great. If the answer is well, I'm not quite sure, then by all means get with Letitia directly following circuit and get some clarity on that which you want to accomplish. It's, it's like if you could just see the vision, the, the visions resting in mind. There's a vision tree, if you will. And on that vision tree is every vision coming into full bloom, manifesting, but you're going to have to harvest the vision for yourself. You're going to have to harvest the vision for yourself. And you harvest the vision for yourself through the action of your thought, mind, and body. The action of your thought, mind, and body. Bless you. And you can do this. You know how I know you can do this? Because you're here. You're on this plane, on this existence, at this moment of time. You chose to come here because this was the best time to create. And you knew that coming in. And somewhere along the way, someone focused your attention on something that is not your truth. Go ahead and blame your mother. 
Then give her my number. I'll, I'll bow out. You can blame your mother. Or you can blame your teacher. Or you can blame whoever. But at the end of the day, the blame game's only going to get us so far. Because if we're focused on the blame, we're not focused on the vision. Got it? So let's begin focusing on the vision. And let's begin focusing on that triune activity of presence coming forward in the now as you. When you do that, you can vision and grow rich. You can vision and grow love. You can vision and grow health. You can vision and grow your divinity. By visioning and growing your divinity, all becomes well. All becomes whole. All becomes complete. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me Infinite Mind, Infinite mind. in as and through me, in, through me. Blesses, and multiplies my tithe. blesses and multiplies my tithe, it does its good and perfect work. And, and returns to me, returns to me multiplied, abundantly. multiplied abundantly. And if the usher